my people, people, we gon' make it through, huh? Yeah. Not to tell y'all some of the struggles I've been through, y'all. We all been through these hard times. We all just trying to make it to the top of the mountain. It's everyday struggle, y'all. These hard streets trying to keep us all down. But we gon' overcome, y'all. See, I was only 16, such a tender age A young seed, leaving home in search of ghetto fame Mom begging me to stay, crying, but now I gotta make it on my home now I'm tired of hustling, but I'm almost full grown now Packed my gears in pursuit of my dreams Gave her a kiss and wiped the tears from my eyes so that she couldn't see Jumped in the car, staring up at the stars Rhyming for hours, thinking one day I'm an idiot applause Now I'm 17, still broke, low, no money Holes in my shoes, people laughing cause my clothes crummy No food to eat, so now I'm digging in the trash can Eating leftover food Check one, two, one, two. Hey, what's good? It's your boy, the People's Preacher. And tonight is a special edition of, while it's not necessarily my podcast, 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 but a good friend of mine invited me to be on his podcast tonight, which is called Finding Faith with the host Lorenzo Rivera, straight out of Utah, straight out of church. Straight out of prayer. You know what it is. So tonight, uh, I just want you to just check out what we talked about. And so, again, thanks, Brother Lorenzo, for allowing me to be on your platform, sharing uh, your uh, time with me. We had a good time in the Lord. Talked about so many things. But, hey, it's going down tonight. At Podcast, Finding Faith, People's Preacher, Lorenzo Rivera. Let's get it in. Cuckoo! Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome to Finding Faith. I'm actually going live on this one, and uh, we're we're just gonna be talking about it. Um, I got my buddy gonna be joining me from uh, the AB Podcast momentarily. Let me see if I can invite him in really quick. Just waiting on my buddy right now. I am live today, just waiting for Dave, so we can go ahead and kick this this Wednesday night off. Um, it has been a crazy busy day for me. Um, it's been nonstop since I got to work, you know. And uh, now that I'm now that I'm home, you know, I had to spend some quick family time, and then uh, get to what we're going to discuss tonight, which is actually going to be really really good. So I'm just waiting for. My pal to pop on really quick. Let's see. Let's go ahead and invite him. Okay, invite has been sent. Um, it's gonna be really good tonight. I'm super excited. Um, it's been a long day. Um, one of those days where you think the day gets the best of you, uh, but it's you know, who knows? You know, we, we serve we serve a, a mighty God, you know, and that's where I turn to in my difficult situations. You know. Things that I don't understand, things that uh, just don't make sense, you know, and it's like, oh, why is this happening today? You know, and, you know, with finding faith, it's actually helped me out a lot in a lot of it because, um, man, you know what, there's more than just finding faith in God. Finding faith in yourself 
you know, and that's one of the most important things is finding faith in you. Because if you can do that, you can accomplish a lot, you know. Uh, okay, there's David right there. David, what is up? Let me go ahead and send you a quick evite. All right, let's see. Approve. Let's get you in here. All right, you should be connecting shortly. Adding David. What is up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, good, good, man. Just getting home from that from that daily grind, and now to jump online and you know get sh and share some words that are divine. <laughs> Ooh, you're a rapper too now. You a that's, poet? That's okay. Old school. You know what? That's finding. I I know like. When we can discuss things and talk about real topics, I know I can turn to David and just be like, hey, man, let's chop it up, man. I feel like there's something that's stirring in my, inside my heart, you know, something about uh, living life, man, and, 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 and not, just, not just going through life, but, but living life. You know what I mean? A lot of people say, yeah, don't just go through it, grow through it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But, but you know, I'm, I'm kicking this off kind of hard and strong right now. But, you know, God has blessed you to be to have an abundant life you know and in abundancy is enjoying it is having that peace having that love having that care you know it, it corresponds from a lot of different things but yeah you know so after after a hard day today you know i was just kind of like what is going on issues of life was hitting um problems with people problems at work problems with workers but uh, you know, there, there's a source that I run to when I have days like this, and I don't no longer have to rely on something else to make me temporarily forget what I'm going through. You know what I mean? So, um, David, go ahead, pop on your podcast, man. Tell tell everybody a little bit about it. Uh, since you're on live, throw a plug in, man. Well, I'm just a nobody here trying to tell somebody, uh, everybody about somebody. Um, I'm the uh, I'm the host of the the app podcast. My name is uh, David Mendoza. You can get get me on Instagram, David Mendoza, the People's Preacher. And uh, it's always a blessing to come on and um, chop it up, talk about life, tradition, family, Bible. You know, with you, I know I, it's it, it, it's 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 wide. It's a it's it's a big big talk. You know, when sometimes you talk to somebody, it's just one topic, and that's cool. One thing that's cool, but with you, we gonna start. We gonna talk about NASA and refrigerators <laughs> and, and uh, you know. But you know what? I love the. I love what you said. Uh, it's not live through life. Let's grow through it. And um, right now we're being forced to grow. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. You know we're being forced to grow. Perspectives are changing. Mindsets are changing. And mm -hmm. and uh, you know, regardless of who is in the White House, we know that God is still in control. And so. That is something that we have to understand. Like, we don't have to fear tomorrow because we know where our trust is at. Absolutely. You, you said, which is cool, is you know who to run to. And we haven't always known who to run to. You know, and we know that there is peace in God. There is joy in God. There is, uh, there's, uh, the Bible says that those that are poor in spirit shall inherit the earth. And what mm -hmm. that means is, is recognizing that we are deprived, we are bankrupt spiritually, and we can do nothing and we can accomplish nothing without God. So we know that we can't, we can't 
physically we're not able to uh handle life's problems right we weren't born that way we weren't made that way we weren't created that way and so we run to the source which is the word of god right and, um, i'm glad you said that because so many people there's so many things we could run to and so uh but we know where our source is our strength is and so uh, um it's a, it's a good time in the lord with all with all hell breaking loose it's still a great time in the lord and, and that's why it's it's i think it's appropriate to say that you know when 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 people say you know give them hell i'm the opposite i'm like hey let's give them heaven you know what i mean mm, let's, come let's on, bring come some on. heaven down to it you know and mm -hmm. and, and let's let's segue because i i, I do want to get into some I want to get a little Jesus-y tonight because my, my faith is strong. My faith has been stirred up. And uh, even though there has been a change of power in the White House, um, that's, that's not going to affect the daily duties that I have to do. You know, my yeah, daily yeah, duty yeah. is taking care of my family, you know, serving the almost high um, and, and trying to make a difference in people's lives. You know, mm. um, I, I heard someone say, you can't start a fire from outside. You know, so I'm about to get inside and we're going to start some, we're going to start some fire. You know what I mean? So hey man, let's, 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 let's burn ahead. something down. This, this was a good message that was put together a while back. And this has been really stirring in my heart. And I want to read it. It's from the Bible. It's, it's a story that we all hear. And it goes back into Matthew 4.19. And I'm going to read a little bit of Bible. And then we're going to jump into this topic. You know, uh, uh. What do you do, you know, do something with life or life will do something with you? That's the topic tonight. And I think that's a like that. very, like that. very heavy topic, um, you know, and, and it stems all the way back from the Bible days. You know what I mean? And let me give you, let me take you back. <laughs> let me take you back. I wish I could edit it and put in some like cool music to take you back. Um, and, and it takes you back to when Jesus has started his ministry. So I'm going to read just a little bit really quick. And it says, Jesus calls his first disciples. Um, as you saw in the advertisement, there was a guy on a boat throwing his net out into the, into the ocean. And I'm going to go a little bit, or the lake, I'm going to go in a little bit about that too. So it says in verse 18, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Verse 19, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you for, I'll make you fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Let me give you some background on this. When back, back then, being, being a part of the family business, the family business was a pride is, is what you do it gets carried on from generation to generation to generation um, these guys were doing what they were supposed to do generationally so as they saw this man come up and they were like oh man you know let me make you fisher of men it tugged on them right they wanted to get away from the ordinary because yeah. somewhere inside they were different, you know, somewhere inside they had to say like, there's gotta be something more to life than just mending nets and catching them and throwing them out mm -hmm. and catching fish every day. Right away, they threw their nets down and followed him. Now, can you imagine 
now, and let, let, let's go to say, they decided to do something with their lives. You mm -hmm. know, they're not going to let life do something with them because they felt that they were different. You know, so back then, if you were to ever turn your back on the family business, you've become an outcast. You disrespected the family name because you walked away from something that was given to you. You know, so they had to have good reason to follow Jesus, you know. And can you imagine now, if somebody were to come up to you and say, hey, leave your job and follow me, what do you think the questions that would start arising in your head? Uh, you got 401k, you got, you got, <laughs> hey, you got medical, dental, vision, hey, man, you got PTO, you know what I'm saying? You got, you know I mean? I, I got kids to feed, man. Right, got, right. You know, yes, yes, yes. We got life, you know what I mean? We got life to live when life happens, yeah. you know? And I find this story, it's, it's one of the most cliche stories, too. You hear it everywhere. You hear it on TV, mm -hmm. you read about it, you know, people talk about it. But then when you start really looking into it, like these men left their family legacy to do something with life, you know, and growing up, I, I don't know about you, man, but I, I knew me, I kept finding myself in different areas of life, letting life do something with me. You know, mm. I was always afraid to fail, always afraid to take a stand, always afraid that I was gonna plateau. There was always a certain plateau where I got to and I failed. I always got afraid mm. of getting to that certain part. You know what I mean? And even in the things of God, you know, it's always it's always been a, a scared, like, you know, I, I'm at the edge, but I'm afraid to jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, until, until you, it, when life takes a handle of you, it's tough because it brings a fear upon you, man. You know, and for these guys to walk away and say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm walking away. I'm gonna do something with life now. They followed mm -hmm. Jesus. They threw away their family inheritance to get an internal inheritance. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So to me, it's it, that little portion of scripture is deep because it means so much if you look in the context of it, you know? And that's why, you know, today has been like, man, you know what? Am I going to let life do something with me? It was a tough day today. I mean, I was dealing with homeowners, very mad, very angry, dealing with this, dealing with that, uh, trying to make things happen on the outside scope of my work, uh, my job duties on what I do, going above and beyond. Uh, and I wasn't going to sit there and be like the rest. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so today, today was a challenging day to get right here, right now, you know, um, that's why I was like, oh man, you know what? Let me invite a brother on with me because I know if we start talking about it, we get into the groove, God gets in the middle because when two or more are gathered, the spirit starts to move and everything's in the middle. Mm -hmm. And those of you that are watching, uh, that are even going to be watching it later, you're going to start sensing a little, uh, a different view of life after this conversation tonight. So, and I, and I truly believe that because it, like, again, there's been something that that's been roaring in my heart, you know? Um, so yeah, with you, David, you know, today. What, what was going on through your head with, with the whole election and, and the election, the, you know, the transfer of power, uh, everybody going around, hashtag not my president, you know, everybody saying this or saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, tell me your thoughts behind this. Well, first of all, you know, you said it earlier. He said, you said um, the power was uh, transferred. Yeah. Um, and I had this conversation with a friend in the parking lot after work. I say, you know, no matter what happens in the White House, 
the true change comes in our communities. Yeah. That's where true change comes. Me and you coming together and, and dialoguing and, and uh, you know what? I never, I'm going to tell you something, that word dialogue, I had never heard it until you, you started using it when we used to hang out. Oh, okay. Seriously. Yeah. I didn't even know what it meant when, I, when you first said. I was like, "The heck does that word mean?" And now I use it because you taught me it, so that's good. <laughs> right on, right. But on. I said, you know, true change comes when we we put work in in our community. Yeah. So you know what? Regardless of what's happening in the White House, yeah, it does affect us in a sense. But like, true change comes when someone when you fall in love with the community, when you fall in love with one another. So. Powers will change over and over every four Absolutely. years, every eight years. But true change comes when men put their differences aside. We don't dumb down the message. Right. We don't compromise the message. But we look at our fellow brothers and sisters, Christian or not Christian, uh, Democrat, Republican, no party, any party, mm -hmm. gay, straight, fat, skinny, and say, hey, how can we make our community better yeah and i'm i'm a g i'm a i'm a jesus freak you're a jesus freak yep. so we're not gonna dumb down the gospel right we're not gonna um we're not gonna compromise our faith right we're not gonna you know i like i love when people i, I love when people like to i don't love it but it's funny to me when people take scripture and they and they twist it oh you become all things to all men so you may win them that's nothing to do with sin that's nothing to do with compromise mm -hmm. and so you know, as as I'm as I'm looking at the that's not my president. That is the most ignorant statement <laughs> I've heard in my entire life. If you right? are a Christian, well, but you know what? But that's a perspective of a non-believer. Yeah, you're right. About scriptures that. tell us specifically that we're to pray for those in authority. That God establishes kingdoms, He rises them up and He tears them down. So to sit there and say Donald Trump wasn't my president is as ignorant as saying Joe Biden is not my president. If you live in this country, if you are, um, what's the word? If you are taking in all the blessings, mm -hmm. if you're taking in all the good things that America has to offer, he's your president. Yeah. So what do we do now? We pray for him. We pray that God would intervene. God would put people around him to give him good counsel. I pray that he stays healthy. I pray that he can, and that's and that's maturity that me and you have as Christians because we understand that that to be a Christian is to do things uh, 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 not normal against the grain. Yeah. So when all my I'm a Trumpy, you know what I'm saying? I got the socks to prove it. But <laughs> I have to know my my uh, I have a biblical mandate. Right. And so God has called me to love thy neighbor. God has called me to pray for my president. I tell everybody, all my Trump friends, ah, oh, screw Joe Biden. He ain't my president. I'm like, how ignorant can you be? Yeah. And first of all, we're in a time where I, I'm so glad that we didn't hear the National Guard was shooting people down today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't hear. I don't know if there was stuff that happened. I really didn't pay no, too much attention. But this is a time for Americans. For us to unite and, and and us to unite in unity and hope and go forward. It's not time for us to to well Biden this and, and Trump this and Biden this and run running down all these rabbit holes and conspiracy theories. It is time for us as a country to say, okay, it is what it is. Let's go forward. 
But at the same time, it's a challenge to us as a, a body of Christ to step up our game. Yeah. And to say, you know, Lord, give me that boldness like a lion. Give me passion. Give me, uh, let me, give me that courage to live out my faith. Right. And to, like you said, and to go to the next levels, go to the next seasons, open up those businesses, um, um, take those chances. This is our time. The, the church grew and got stronger in some of the worst times in history, from Bible to now. It's right. our time to step out, step up. And if we're Christian, and, and I know we all do it, mm -hmm. and if we're in, in our own ways, if we're promoting uh, division, strife, our own agendas, shame on us, shame on us, and we will be, we will answer to God for that. Yeah. And we need to just promote. I mean, it, it, it sounds like a Bob Marley song, but we need to promote love. Yeah. And forgiveness and be patient with one another and know that that, that people will come around and, and continue to do those good deeds, continue to, to be good to your neighbor, continue to show love. I mean, that's where we need to be headed. And yeah. so that's what I was thinking. What can I do this year to do more for God? Yeah. Not to give more, but to do more. Absolutely. And so I, I guess that's the mindset right now is, Lord, I, I don't want, I, I don't, I don't want, I, I don't want more hate. I don't want, we don't want more division. And um, as, as believers, we have the answer and we, we have, we have, we have the answer and we have the game plan. It's right here. Yep. And so we don't got to reinvent the wheel. We just got to roll it. And so that's, that was my mindset today, but people are ignorant and got to pray for those people too. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I, I've been talking with, with, with some people and, you know, I, I start to see patterns, you know, get, getting, getting older and everything. You start to identify things, you know, and, and as I started to identify things, you know, I, I try to work with different people and I try to set myself back and be like, okay, hold on, Lorenzo, before you start giving them advice, look at you at that age, look at you with that mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, before you even start to think anything, before you want to give it any advice, ask God, you know, hey, you know, give me, give me your heart, God, give me, give me your eyes, Father, you know, so I can help guide somebody because, you know, when you're giving advice, especially godly advice, if you're an influencer of any type, you, you need to go to the source first. You need to, you need to be, you need to be replenished. You need to be, you know, baptized in him and just, you know what, help me so I can help them. You know, yes, yes, yes. That's why this kid, this topic came up so heavy for me. You know, do something with life, or life will do something with you. You know, mm -hmm. um, growing up with growing up as as being as young as I was and the background that I came from, I knew I was different. I knew I wasn't the type of person that was gonna settle. I knew I wasn't gonna be just that gang member. I knew I wasn't gonna be just that drug dealer. I knew I wasn't gonna be just a drug addict because I was an extremist. You give me something, I'm doing it all the way. You know, and, I, and mm. I'm going to even make a cocktail out of it. I'm going to mix all of it up and see how stupid yeah, I can man. get. <laughs> Come on. You know what I mean? So, but, but through all of that, I knew I was different, you know, and growing up in life, um, I wasn't, I, I never wanted to settle, you know, um, life did take advantage of me and I let it because mm. I took in, I took on the worries of life. I took on the worries of the materialistic things and that's where I always failed. You know what I mean? Um, Growing up, I, I, I remember, you know, I always wanted to do something. I always wanted to help people. I've always had a heart. I mean, even, 
if I, they came to a point even like when I had drugs, man, I would help out the less fortunate. Hey, man, you look like you need a hit, brother. You know, like, go ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? So He was a drug dealer with a conscience. <laughs> yeah, drug dealer with a conscience. Pretty much that's what it was, man. You know, but I always knew I was different. You know, not until, not until a couple years ago, you know, where that scripture came alive to me and I shared it with our last, the last session we got together. And it was, uh, you know, in, in, in Proverbs where it talked about working your land, you know, mm-hmm. working your land, no matter where you're at, working your land at school. If you're, if you're in college, work that land, work those credits. You know, if, if you're a single mother, you work that land, you be that mother, you be that provider, you be yeah. all you can be. You know, uh, if you're working that full-time job, you know, uh, uh, you work that land no matter what, because no matter what job I got into, and this isn't about me, this is about the greatness and inspiration God has put into my life. You know, every job that I've taken, I, I didn't just say, oh, well, it's a job, it's just a nine to five. You know, hey, I would go above and beyond. I would throw away the trash that was on the floor that people walked by because I knew, well, that was my phone tripping right now. I knew that I'm going to work my way up somewhere, you know, and mm-hmm. I was installed in that. Somebody installed that to me in a very young age and I took it with me and I ran with it, you know. Um, but, you know, with, with everything that's been going on, and I'm going to change gears a little bit on this one, you know, when we're out, what I was talking about where, you know, where you have to work your land, you know, if you're an, if you're an influencer, you have to work it. You have to find your avenues. You have to find your source. You know, I listened to about two podcasts today, you know, and I try to keep my spirit fed because ain't nobody going to make me happy. I mean, I mean, in terms of uh, uh, trying to be that happy guy around work, you know, uh, I'm not going to be a happy husband. You know, I have to find it. I, I, that's why this whole program this whole finding faith is important because there's things that you have to find and you have to grab it you know other than being the source you know i have to work my land you know what i mean i'm not just a husband i'm not just a father you know i'm not just a career man i'm not just a business owner you know i'm also people i'm also a person people look up to man and 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 with that being said i don't take that lightly i have to find that influence for me you know, I have to tap into that source and find that faith, you know, like having a childlike faith. I don't know. You got your kids, man. You ever tell them, hey, we're going to Disneyland next week. What happens when you tell them that? They, they believe you. They wowed out, right? They just, wow. Yeah. They start doing crazy little dances yeah. and they're just like, and they're already, that's they're already action. There. That's faith in motion right there. You're actually seeing faith take place because they believe in you with all of your heart, all of their hearts. Like daddy said it, we're there. You know what I mean? And, and that's where I have to revert to myself, working my land into the Bible. Because if I'm not reading the Bible and I'm not connected, I'm not working my land. You know what I mean? So that's just kind of where, where I've been the last couple of weeks is just, you know, getting in deeper, tapping in more. You know what I mean? You can't just influence people by a mere scripture or, or by a mere positive saying, you know what I mean? It has to be evident in your life. People have to, people watch you, man. And it's not that you have to have a passion for it. If you have a passion for it and say, forget what people think, I know what I believe in and I'm going to stand strong in that. Trust me, you get a different sense of friendship or different sense of communication with the people that surround you, you know? Um, and that's why, you know, doing something with life, you know, I'm not just going to go through life. I'm not just going to grow through life, 
You know what I mean? I'm going to live with this life. I'm, I'm going to make it the best that I can. And I'm going to help take people along with me on this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. I'm going to influence them as much as I can. I'm going to try to save them to the kingdom. You know what I mean? Um, I've done so much dirt for the devil. Now it's time to put in my work for God. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use Amen. any platform, whether it be a podcast, whether it be talking to somebody that just needs to be talked to, you know, uh, uh, like I shared this morning, uh, no, yesterday morning uh, on a morning motivation about God had made us eagles, man. You know what I mean? Uh, we're not pigeons, even though, even though you see them shot out at Costco walking around with one eye open and a couple feathers popped up. You know, we've been there, done that, but God had made us eagles, man. There's nothing worse than I believe than, than a sitting eagle. An eagle that has talent, an eagle that was made to soar, an eagle that was made to go above and beyond. There's nothing worse than an eagle that's afraid to fly. You know what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. where God, you know, mount up your mount up your wings like eagles, man. And I stand by that scripture too. You know, um, I want I want to read something really quick, David. Uh, it's just a cool little story um, that I went ahead and found. And when I had read it, I was like, man, this is, this is actually a neat story. So check this story out. As a drought continued for what seemed to be an eternity, a small community of farmers was in a quadrant as to what to do. Rain was important to keep the crops healthy, to sustain the townspeople way of life. As the problem became more acute, a local pastor called a prayer meeting to ask for rain. Many people arrived at the church to pray for the needed rain. The pastor greeted most of them as they filled in. As they walked, as they walked in front of the church to officially begin the meeting, he noticed most people were chatting across the aisles and socializing with all of their friends. When he reached the front, his thoughts were quieting the attendees and starting the meeting. His eyes scanned the crowd as he asked for quiet. He noticed an 11-year-old girl was sitting quietly in the front row. Her face, her face was beaming with excitement. Next to her, open and ready for use, was a colorful and an extremely large umbrella much bigger than her, in fact. The little girl's innocence made the pastor smile as he realized how much faith she possessed. No one else in the congregation had brought an umbrella. All came to pray for the rain, but the little girl had come expecting God to answer. That, I think that is amazing. You know what I mean? That, that story alone, like this little girl knew that there was going to be an answer for what was going to be, what the questions are going to be. Mm -hmm. Where's the rain? You know, she's prepared to do something with life, you know, and, and getting ready, you know, getting ready for the harvest, everything that's taking place, childlike faith. You know, the Bible says in Matthew 18, two and four, and calling to him, a, calling to him a child, he put him in the midst and said, truly, I say to you, unless you churn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like, like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. That's why I kind of brought the story with the kids up because mm -hmm. there's nothing more important than seeing 
a kid's actual faith. You know what I mean? We're, what happens in translation through life where we get beat up so much, we start to lose our intuition of faith. You know what I mean? Where a kid can stand on the table and you say, come on, come on, mijo, come on, mijo, jump. They're going to jump because they believe yeah. in you. That's faith yeah. in action right there, man. You know what? And, and seeing that and witnessing that stuff, we can learn a lot from our kids if we just sit there and listen. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's mm -hmm. funny because we're supposed to be the parents, but when you see a faith, when you, when you tell them we're going to Disneyland and you see their whole face and demeanor turn around, you can turn a, a crying child into the happiness just with mere words. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and when, you, when we look at the Bible, the Bible is a 66-book love letter of pure promises. You know what I mean? A, a, a story from God. It's like, hey, here's my letter to you. You know, we talked about last time, if God were to write you a letter, what would it say? Well, in fact, he has wrote you a letter. He has wrote you an actual whole book, 66 books at that. And all he wants you to do is read it, you know. And when you start to read it, you start to take it. You start, you start to take in his benefits. You know, we talked about earlier when we said that, what if somebody were to come up to us and say, follow him? The first question that came up, answer that came out your mouth was, hey, where's the 401k? We have a benefit yeah, package. Yeah. We have a benefit package already already meant for us, you know. So him, him, him. I don't know where I was going with all that, but that was so inspirational to me, man. I just I had to, you know, put, mm -hmm. put some of this stuff out for people to hear this, man. And I, and I think it's very important that, you know, we, we encourage our community, just like you said. You know, we thrive in it. We live in it. You know, we love it. So we have to help, you know, encourage our community as long as each other. You know what I mean? Because both of your listeners and my listeners are going to be in on this. And why do they listen to us? Because they know they're going to hear something they're going to take away from this. You know, yeah. they're going to apply something to their lives. You know, and, and if this is the way that they can find Jesus, or if this is the way they can get an encouraging word to, to make a choice tomorrow for the next day to wake up and say, you know what? He was right. I got to make a choice. I got to make a difference. You know, I, I got to find my source. You know what I mean? Uh, by all means, man, I, I'm trying to make a difference on this. You know what I mean? Amen. No, definitely, definitely. I took a lot on that one, but yeah, <laughs> go, go ahead. Hey, man, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff, man. I, I like uh, I like the the topic. You know, don't let life uh, uh, grow with you know. Allow life to grow you. Yeah. You know, the Bible tells us in James. It says in um, First James, the the book of James is actually a checklist huh. of what a Christian's supposed to look like, how we're supposed to respond, right. how we're supposed to, you know. It's really, uh, it's been said that I think uh, it's one, it's the first book that actually was written in the New Testament. Right. And uh, it says, "Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds." And we, and, and it's not saying. If you, when you, it's when you, if you, because you will. But the perspective is, I always tell people, there's three things that you look at. Mm -hmm. Number one, trials are always to give God glory. Yeah. Number one. Number two, they're to grow. And number three, they're, so, they're for someone else later. Right. You're going to go through something today that's going to help your brother tomorrow. Yep. And so we need to let life grow us, like you said, and not keep us, uh, you know, what happens with a lot of people that don't have a solid foundation mm. is like the Bible says that the winds came and beat on the house 
and the and the and the and the and the, and the fall was great. Some people get hit by life, bro, and I, I, it's sad they don't get back up. Yeah, they don't yeah. fight again. They don't dream anymore. They don't love anymore. They're scared to to do anything because they're so damaged. And then that's where you know where the healing of God comes in. And there's probably a lot of people here that are hearing your message right now and say, "Man, I wish I could have that freedom," mm. because you can be in jail and never and not be behind bars. You can be in prison. By your by your circumstance, by your past. I mean, a lot of people know your testimony. You can be angry, you can be mad, you can be running around doing all kind of madness. Yeah. Because life came, and life sucker punches us, and and we don't see it coming. But the Bible talks about the greater that He is in us, that He is in the world. Come on. And God, and and, and I love what the Scripture says. It says, "If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God." who gives generously to those, to all without reproach. And then it goes on to talk about that the that, uh, that trials, they they grow us and they perfect us. And that don't let life mold you and shape you. Yeah. Like you said, let it grow you. And um, we've all we've all been the victim and all we've all done bad things. Right. We've all been the victim. Right. So we can go both ways on it. But I pray that for those that are watching, that they would get a, a, a second win. Yeah. You know, like, understand that if Lorenzo can get through it, because he ain't special, if David yeah. can get through it, I might think I'm special, but I'm not special. <laughs> then you can get through it, because yeah. we're all tapping into the same source. Right. And that source is Jesus Christ. Yep. God has a well, and it's unlimited, and it's never-ending. And so I love this scripture where it talks about that in our weakness, his strength is perfected. Mm. That at our weak, weakest point, God comes and he makes us, and we're at our strongest. Yeah. Because we're at our, because what happens with us, I don't know about you, but sometimes I got to get over myself and, and I have to deplete mm. so that he may increase. And so, you know, and life will do that to you. Life will knock us down and make us hard and bitter and angry. And what you're saying is to fulfill the best God has for you. Yeah. You have to be whole. You have to be healed. And you have to walk in freedom. And when you get freedom, you get victory. You can't have victory without freedom. Yeah. Because then you're, then you're like, hurt people hurt people. And, and I've seen that. I've done that. Well, yeah. I'm angry. So I'm going to make you angry. Like, misery loves company. Yep. Some of us, we love that cheese, man. Come on, let's just be real. You know what I'm saying? We're worse than women. But, but, but I would pray that, like you said, that people would grow, man, and grow to be the best. Got it? Go and uh, grow to be the best person you can be for Christ. The best father, the best brother, the best business, business owner, the best preacher, the best evangelist, the best homeowner. And, and that comes from, like you said, growing through life and not just go Because God didn't save you, clean you up, just so you can sit on your blessed assurance. Yeah. That's another thing. As God saves you, and this is an amazing thing about God, as he saves us and he begins to clean us up, and then he, what he does is he puts a new song in our heart. Mm. And he puts, you know, like you go from, he even, I tell people, he changes, he changes things about men 
Like he changes how we look at colors, how we look like there's things we wanted to do before we became Christian, but we don't want to look like we were gay. You know, <laughs> we don't want to look feminine. Yeah. We don't want to be weak. Right. And, and and we come to know God and we begin to appreciate the things that, you know, colors and hobbies and, and, and things that we do. And, and God has came to not only save us and redeem us, but he's came to give us freedom. Hmm. And he, and he, and, and he offers that on a daily basis. And so let's grow through life. And God gives purpose. Oh, yeah. I love that. He, yes. he not only like, he gave us purpose. Like I used to sit in church when I was in the men's home mm -hmm. and look around like, what the heck am I doing here? Like I'm clean. And that's kind of what, all I really wanted was to get off the drugs. Yeah. And I said, Lord, what am I going to do? I don't play instruments. I don't, I don't, I don't do anything for you. I, I don't have no trade. I don't have no skills. I ain't got no hobbies. If smoking crack was a hobby, I'd be rich. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the Lord gave me a purpose mm -hmm. and, um, I've been doing it for 21 years and ministry has been part of it, loving on the community, uh, doing a bunch of things. But he, I wake up in the morning knowing that, or no, rewind, I go to bed at night knowing that, you know what, Lord, I did what I was called to do. Hmm. I, I'm called to encourage. I'm called to motivate. I'm called to love on people. And in the midst, the Bible talks about, and this is the thing about God. And the statements made in the Bible talk about that they never seen the righteous forsaken or begging for bread. Oh. So these last 21 years, you can tell I ain't missed a meal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I got somewhere to lay my head every night. Yeah. I got healthy children. Right. I got a beautiful wife. I got a job. I got a car. I got the things. God says, you know what, Dave? I'm going to take care of you. And that is how God works not only again saves us puts a new song in our heart yep. gives us new desires but he takes care of us on, on on the on the journey right I mean what more can we ask for me and you don't deserve nothing but death and hell you ain't lying man and that was before we were eight years old <laughs> you know what I mean man you know, what I mean? you know but uh you know hey, I had bats ready before I was seven man my mom only hey. knows that <laughs> hey you're like Mama, why you put the phone bill in my yeah, name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a cable bill. I had a phone bill. Man, I had all. I had Comcast. I had, <laughs> by the hey, time I like, was twelve, I was in debt. <laughs> you're like, I got a cable bill in my name. They don't even let me watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, that was the worst. You part. got a phone bill. You can't even answer the phone. And I can just watch it from outside. Just watch it. Watch it from the bag outside, looking in. You know. <laughs> hey, I tell my kids when the I told my kids when the phone used to ring at home when I was a kid, I had to look at my mom. And she'd give me permission to answer it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. But you know what? God has been faithful to us both. Yeah. And he's given us everything we don't deserve. Yeah. No, and that, that's 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 true, man. I mean, everything that we have, we we once prayed for. You know what I mean? Like God, give yeah. me, give me, you know, give me that woman, give me that career, give me that. Yeah. You know, and 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 you know, we we got to keep it going. You know what I mean? And you, and we got to be careful on expecting justice for others right right because if we get just if we was to get the justice we deserve yeah we'd be calling collect right now <laughs> 1-800-COLLECT we'd be on a we'd be on an obama phone and in, in, in the county jail <laughs> you know what I mean?
But yeah, no, let's 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 be let this be a year that we grow through life. Yeah. And we we do we do what God's called us to do, and that's and when you do God's will, you know, like Jesus said, nevertheless, then you're you're gonna win every time. Yeah. You're gonna win every time, even if you don't like you said. I heard you say in the last po like last uh, podcast, even if I fail, at least I'm uh, trying. Maybe yeah. the maybe the podcast fails. I tell people my podcast fails. Hey, but I tried. Maybe I go. We started a me and my wife. We started a photography business here. Yeah. What if it fails? Hey, at least we tried. Right. You know, uh, you you you've done things in the last couple of years where, whether they make it or not, you're gonna continue to keep grinding, keep going, right. keep going forward. You know, uh, it, it may fail, but what if it don't? So, so one thing, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off that topic really quick because I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying." It's, it's, it's. You've passed trying. You're doing already. You've mm, done yes, it already. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I like to take the. I tried to. I've done it. I did it already. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, the, you know, while you're in it. You're, you're doing it. You know what I mean? It's not like you're just yeah. trying. You're, you're, you're trying. Trying is thinking of wanting to do it. You know what I mean? But as you're mm -hmm. doing it, you know, you're already walking in it. You're, you're doing it. I, I hear people, you know, uh, I try to compliment them. Hey, man, you're doing a good job. I'm trying. No, man, you're doing it. You know? And just by saying those words alone, it, it, it can help change the direction of that person's thought process that, 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 that right then and there. Because I'll see some guys at work you know, and, and sometimes I give them a task that they don't know how to do it, you know, and I'll, I'll sit there and I'll watch and I'll see them struggle, but I'll be with them right there. I'm like, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah, I'm just trying, you know, and I'm like, nah, brother, you're doing it, man. Come on, let's finish this. Let's finish yeah. strong, you know, and that just kind of like throws an enlightenment on them, you know. So, yeah, man, I, I just, again, you know, with, with the podcasts that, that you have going on, the podcast that I have going on, you know, the, the people that we're trying to reach, it's a whole new platform for people. And this is the whole thing, you know, uh, out here, you know, people are just now getting privy to podcasts, you know, and podcasting, again, it's a form of evangelism, you know, um, anybody can go ahead and start a podcast. Anybody can just say, hey, I'm going to grab a microphone and do this and do that. But if they don't like you or you're not influential, man hey good luck man or if you're not tapped in, <laughs> if you're not tapped into a source if you're not tapped into a source especially from god you know um people you, you do not gain a type of following you know people don't yeah. want to hear you if you're if you're a, if you're a, a doubting a doubting thomas and you're walking around and you're negative dude trust me i do not want to be next to you you know um I, i'm the type of person like dude i need good energy around me you know what I mean? I need to be surrounded with good people. I've already, I now can identify when I know somebody's at work and they're just, well, what about this? You say, hey, it looks good outside. Well, it might rain. Well, this is Utah. So in an hour, it might rain. <laughs> but yeah. I'm saying, you tell somebody, hey, they have a good tie. Well, you can't say that because my wife tried to choke me with it. You know, there's always that person that's so negative, dude, yeah. that, that, can, that can, you know, make you think a different way. And, and, and with me, again, man, you know, I have to plug into the source. You have to plug into the source because yeah. nobody's going to want to follow David. If they see David one day, you know, doing this and you know, the Holy heavens come out of his mouth. And then the next day he's just like all up in the gutter, chopping it up, you know, and like, they, they don't want to, they don't want to follow that type of person. You know what I mean? You know, so what we do is, is, is a part of what God wants us to do. 
You know, God has put us through the muck. God put us through the men's home. Man, I thank God for the men's home, man. If it wasn't for the men's home with Victory Outreach, I, I, I guarantee, man, it's so much. Like, I, I owe so much for God having that avenue open because if it wasn't Amen. for the men's home, if it wasn't for the people that spoke into my life, man, I don't know where I would be, man. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that Victory Outreach does. Uh, they kind of set the standard, bro. They, yeah. they set the, the standard and the... And um, you know what's funny is when I went to rehab, I said, "Man, this place ain't right." Yeah. And the guy said, it "Ain't supposed to be right." Like, <laughs> it ain't supposed to be right. <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You ain't right. This place ain't right. But you gonna get right. All right, all right. <laughs> you gotta get left but before no, no. you get right, huh?" Uh, there's certain. You know what I always told people too is uh, Victor Outreach. They they got their power spots, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Rehab youth ministry yeah and evangelism i was part those are like the main things i did and i can honestly say like i would go to other youth groups uh -huh. outside of the ministry yeah and take the young people from our church and blow them away oh yeah like, oh my god and then evangelism well, of course we already know they you know they're not the only ones doing it but uh they definitely got an anointing for that they definitely have uh they, they have a niche man and and uh, yeah, man, it, the men's home. I wasn't part of a Victor Outreach men's home. Okay. But I did run the men's home in Victor Outreach. And uh, for those who go to a Victor Outreach men's home and they go and they, they go with this um, understanding that uh, this is me surrendering. Yeah. Those men do well in life. But it's the ones that go and play games and play the politics. Right. They fell off. But when the ones who go and say, you know, Lord, I'm done, those men, they do well. And they, they make it in life. And so they, the Victor Outreach formula and for the men's home is very effective. I want to say it used to be 7 out of 10. I don't know where it's at now. But every 7 out of 10, they would make it. Mm -hmm. That's huge, man. That's huge. What the courts can't do, what probation can't yeah. do, what drugs can't do, on, talk about what it. psychiatrists can't do. What your baby mama can't do, God <laughs> uses. See, this is the thing: is God uses people to do the work of the ministry. It's not just about God and you. Yeah. God uses community, and that's another way to grow. When you're going through life's struggles, mm -hmm. idol, and you're idle, and you're an ego, and you're staying, uh, you're staying um still, and uh, you stay still in the war. A war zone, you will die. Oh yeah. You will get hit. Yep. So you want, you want to, uh, and um, life will do that to you. Life will yeah. stop you and paralyze you. And so, yeah, man, thank God for the men's homes. Amen. So and the read, you, oh, Okay, let, let's, let's, let's stay on that topic for a Because we both got some good stuff in the women's home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember in the men's home, um, they, they, and it was something not even that harsh. Like, people would be so mad, you know, walking around like, Oh man, you can tell they look like a nine-year-old that don't want to eat their vegetables. Just they're just angry, you know. And um, I remember there was a time my director, you know, everybody has the time like I'm, I'm gonna leave, bro. I'm gonna leave. So they have to start announcing yeah. it before they leave. You know. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. something they can just do quietly, you know. And, and they, I don't remember they ever go out the front door. Yeah, when yeah the front yeah. door's open. Oh yeah. So so yeah. this was the thing. So you know, I, I'm walking around, you know, the, the home all mad and. and I don't want to do car wash. I don't, you know, this, this, and that. 
you know, and, and what ended up happening one day was, you know, I started announcing it, right? And everybody's like, man, bro, come on, don't leave. And then, you know, you have the staff trying to talk to you, everybody trying to convince you to stay. Yeah, yeah. My director comes up to me, bro, and he goes, hey, Lorenzo, I don't see no nails in your feet, man. Why don't you just get up and go? And, and, and for me, like, I, I analyze stuff. I was like, what the heck? This dude can't talk to me like that. Wait, what is he trying to do? What, what is he trying to say? You know, so I, like all these questions are going in my head and I'm like, but theoretically he's right. I, there aren't nails yeah. on my feet. I can't just walk away. That, that, I think that saying kept me the next eight months. You know what I mean? I was just yeah, like, yeah. geez, man. So yeah, there was a lot of things I learned in the men's home. A lot of, a lot of different stories. I was on a podcast last week with a, a buddy of mine, Gabriel, and we talked about a few segments in the men's home that we had. And there's this one memory and I didn't talk about this one, but this one is highlighted and burned in my heart, man. If you went through the men's home, big shout out to you. You know what I'm about to say. You know what I'm about to say. You know what I'm going to talk about is going to be real and funny. Um, you know, one of the most funniest and memorable, memorable moments was I remember, you know, we have to pray for an hour. You get up early in the morning, man, and, you know, they get you going and there's worship playing, you know, and, and, and then you start praying and, and, you know, you're there for an hour. You don't know what to pray for, right? So anyways, one morning there was this old thing. Tecato, he was, he was an old, you know, he slammed heroin. Heroin was his biggest thing. And uh, I remember, he, he, you know, he had this whole prison mentality, like, oh, that homes. And, you know, he just talked very, really, really American me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's praying next to me, right? And, and I'm there. I'm trying to find it. It's like four in the morning, right? And I'm like, man, God, help me out right now. I don't think I can do this. You know, another one of my segments of wanting to leave the home. And I, and I hear this dude next to me. Or the devil, you're nothing but a, you're nothing but a, a fake fraud and a part-time broad. You're nothing but a, you're nothing but a homo. And then I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, dude, hey, so seriously, like, I, I, I picked my head up a little bit to see, like, what's happening, right? And he's like, you know what? You know what, devil? You're nothing but a chavala, eh? So, and he starts, and then he's like, he grabbed his hand like a, a shaking motion, right? And he starts going at it with the couch. Or the devil, I come against you in the name of Jesus. And I'm just like, is this dude seriously right now? Like trying to, he's trying to spiritually That's stab new. the devil with, with, the, with, with the spiritual filetto. You know what I mean? So <laughs> the spiritual knife, a knife is basically what I'm yeah. saying. You know, so, so I, I've had my moments and I was like, man, there, there were some crazy moments, but there was a lot of takeaways. There was a lot of lessons yeah, in life yeah. that I learned there, man. And I'm, I, and, and, but I, I thank God for, for that type of program because, you know, a guy like me and a guy, you know, a guy like you, we need stuff like that. You know what I mean? To yeah, break yeah, us yeah, out yeah. of that hardcore mentality we came out of. You know what I mean? So fast forwarding, you know, to everything with life, man. You know, fast forwarding to, you know, uh, um, do something with life. You know, there, there's a quote that I love. I love this quote, man. And it's by, you'll get this later. It's by W.T. Pooh. He says, I will always get to where I'm going by walking away from where I have been. Simple, but yet there's so much truth behind it. You know what I mean? You can get to where you're going. You can, you can go ahead and make something of life if you walk away from that past pattern. You know, mm. and, and I, I love saying that quote. I'll say it again. I will always get to where I'm going by walking away from where I have been. So if you can get mm. that mindset in your heart, if you can start to repeat that to yourself, I can do it 
just stop looking back. Stop, stop mm -hmm. taking, stop, stop living your past. You know what I mean? Stop running back to what never worked for you. You know what I mean? Because that, that's, that becomes a psychological problem as we continue to hold on to what worked back then and what worked to get me out of the situation that I'm in. But then yet you end up in the same place that you were trying to come from. You know, so mm. that little saying carries so much value in it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you can good. just walk away from it, move forward, and you'll get to where you want to go to if you just pick your head up and, and stop looking back, you know? So tonight, man, I wanted to thank you for coming on. It's getting a little late on my end. I wake up at 5 in the morning. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm an hour ahead of you. You know, you're Pacific time, I'm mountain time. So it's a little bit different and we're expecting snow tomorrow. So I got to be up a little bit more earlier, but Hey, it was a great conversation, dude. I'm so glad that you were a part of it. You know, uh, if, if you have any last takeaways, go ahead and share them, man. Um, <clears throat> I think at, at this point for a lot of us, you talked about, you know, when you're driving a car, why is the windshield so big and the mirror to look in the back so small? Yeah. You know, people say there's a reason for that. It's because God is using that, uses that analogy or metaphor, whatever you want to call it, to stay focused on the future. You know, the Bible says that a man that puts his hand to the ground and turns around is not fit for the kingdom. Hmm. So right away, we know that we need to just go forward. Yeah. Because one of the things that your past doesn't do for you, and I want people to hear this, your past doesn't define you. Right, right. You know, and say, and and your your losses, your victories, they don't define us. Right. Christ and Christ alone defines us. And what does He call us? He calls us beloved. Hmm. He calls us forgiven. He calls us His own. He calls us a friend. He calls us. He gives. The Bible says He gives us power to become children. He calls us adopted for those that are abandoned. He He calls those that are lost found. He yeah. calls those that are blind. See, see, God didn't come to make good pe bad people good. He came to make dead people alive. Come on now. And That's so, right. so, so as you're in this new life, or maybe you haven't come to know the Lord, today I pray that you would make the Lord the, the Savior of your life, that you would cry out to God and ask for forgiveness and let him redefine you. There's a song that by Phil Wickham, and it goes like this. It says, God's made me brand new like the morning. Hmm. And so what God does is he re, uh, he re, uh, my bad, he wrote, he rewrote my story like a brand new in the morning, like a brand new morning. So God is rewriting stories. Yeah. And he's, and he, and he's cleaning the slate for you. Yes. Some people will never forget who you were and that's okay. Because when they see who you are now, they're going to be like, what the heck? Like you, you was a good-for-nothing drug addict, prostitute, let's say it, whore, uh, a, a player, yep. and now you're a business owner, now you're a father, now you're a productive, you're, you're a college graduate, whatever it may be. Yeah. So don't let your past define you. Don't let what people say about you define you. There's, you know, people say, like, I, I want to say, and I'm paraphrasing really bad right now, but even Apostle Paul says, no one defines me. I don't even, I don't even define myself. Mm. Like I don't, it, it, it's what God said. What does God call you today? Yeah. And and I leave you with these words. People will always call you what they want, 
but it's up to you to answer to what you want. Hmm. That's good. So they can call you what they want, but it depends on how you, what you answer to. Yeah. So if you want to, you want people to call you stuff, you can, can keep answering to that old, that old stuff, or you can say, no, no, I'm not that guy no more. I'm not that woman no more. Hmm. I'm new in Christ. Yeah. Second Corinthians five seventeen. If any man be in Christ or any woman, they're a new creation. Yeah. All things pass away and all things become new. And then it goes on to talk about God giving you the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. So look at there's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. He cleans us up and then he gives us purpose. Right. And that's it. I like that. I like that. And, and, and I like to use the word. I like how you said it. It's how you answer. But at the same time, too, it's how you respond. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. In yes. your in your response, you know, people look at your responses, and I think it's very, it's very important how we respond as men that that represent Christ. You know, yeah. men that look at look at you because now we're we're that generation, we're those people that the people that are now 21, 18, they look up to us as we did back then to the elders before us. Yeah. You now we're walking in those shoes. You know, yeah. every every decision that we make, people look at us. You know what I mean? How do we respond now? I don't think that we realize you keep using the word influencer. I don't think we realize sometimes how much influence we really have on people. Right. Because we're the voice of hope. Yeah. You know, I tell people, you know, you're the you're the Bible, you're the you're the only Bible people will ever read. Hmm. Wow. You're the That's only heavy. Jesus people will ever see. How do you heavy. expect people? You know what I mean? Like, when's the last time you seen Jesus face to face? I ain't never seen Jesus. Right. But I mean, I know he's real. Yeah. So we are what the Bible calls. There. You, oh, your boy said it first. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are to live a mirror image of Christ. We're to reflect God. Come on. We're to reflect His character. Right. We're. We're. And so, what are we reflecting? What are we giving off? What are we showing people that God is what angry? He's mad. He's two-faced. He's double-minded. No, 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 no. That's not what God is. Yeah. And I think, like you said, like people are looking at us, and we're giving them the the real. Yeah. And and, and um, that's what people need. And yeah, if you're not passionate about God, then what's uh, I tell people? I got to be passionate about this, and I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna pipe down. Right. And I'm not gonna. And I'm not going to sit there and be like, my bad. No, 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 no. I'm going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to talk about God. Yeah, I understand there's a time where you got to work. You got to make, you know, you're stealing from the company. Right. If you're talking too much. So I still a lot. I'm sorry. I still a lot. Some lady told me I should run for hall monitor at work. <laughs> I'm always in the hall talking. <laughs> but we, we got to show people that we're passionate for God. Yeah, yeah. We're passionate for righteous living. We're passionate for truth. We're passionate with our dreams, our goals. Why can't we be passionate? Right. You know about everything, and and um, and, um it's our time, bro. It's our time to, to be those ambassadors, those men of God, women of God. We've been called to be, and um, let us grow, let us dream, and let us let's take twenty twenty one and let's uh, let's give them heaven. Let's give them heaven. That's right, man. And those are those are some good words. But we definitely got to get this, you know, again together. You know, invite mm -hmm. me on on one of your live feeds. You know, Amen. I love chopping it up. I love opening up these type of dialogues. You know what I mean? Because you know, we had a topic, but then yet, you know, the Spirit guided us to take us in, in different directions. You know, and which is a good thing because it's healthy. 
You know what I mean? These are healthy conversations that people need to hear. You know, even though it's just you and I dialoguing back and forth, you know, uh, topics start to come up where people are just like, man, this is kind of getting interesting. You know, let's see their outlook. Let's see their point of view. You know what I mean? So other, other than podcasts, you know, just basic conversation, you know what I'm saying? Between, between two guys, uh, you know, that, that are basically nobodies that, you know, Jesus turned them in to somebody that wants to talk about Jesus. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that, man. So thanks again, man, for, for, for joining me tonight. You know, it, it was it was a blessing to have you, man. You're just hearing hearing you out and, and, and just going over basic conversation because uh, uh, all in itself, it's healthy. You know, it's healthy not only for you, it's for me, you know, for, for the listeners out there. You know, uh, we could be the only Bible that they read. You know what I mean? So let's pray that God, uh, you know, uh, that, that it brings inspiration to somebody that doesn't have it, that it brings hope to somebody that, that is hopeless. You know, and, and it brings a sense of urgency um, to live a different life, you know. So, David, thanks again, man, for joining me. Uh, AV Amen. Podcast, The People's Preacher. Uh, you can tune in. You can find them in on Instagram, uh, the, the, the AV Podcast. You can find them also on Facebook. Uh, great man of God, uh, father, uh, uh, you know, career man, and just, a per- and just a person that wants to tell somebody about the love of Christ. So, hey, Amen. thanks for coming on, David. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, man. We'll see you again. God bless.